It's Fox. It's fantasy. I got five for you. It's Fox's Fantasy Five. Let's go. Two thousand eighteen was the breakout campaign that many had been projecting for Trevor Bauer. With twelve wins, an ERA of two point two one, and eleven point three four K to nine. Simply put, the man was a beast. The ERA line only got better with each passing month, showing the in-season changes that a smart hurdler can make. A viable Cy Young Award contender before suffering a stress fracture in his right fibula, Bauer's 175 innings were real, and they were spectacular. Only Jacob DeGrom bested him in at 2.44, and he was a Cy Young Award winner. This is a player who has all of the makings of being in the top five. Fantasy owners just don't know it yet, or at least not ready to accept it. Because of an injury depressed his value, he is going somewhere between 7 to 13, when in reality, I believe he is a top 5 starting pitcher, and an excellent bet to make for those having fun with their local bookies on the Cy Young Award. Now, with that said, let's get to Fox's Fantasy 5. Number one, he's changed his pitch mix so much, you would think it's a diner menu. To call Trevor Bauer tinkerer would be an understatement. This is a guy with average everything. The only way he gets away with it is by tinkering. He's so average that he's got a dad bod. But because of his brilliant approach to perfecting his craft, and it seems like all he cares about is baseball. If you read up on this guy, he's kind of a jerk, but that doesn't matter in fantasy. All you care about is those sweet, sweet outs and Ks. He has fine-tuned his weaponry at this point so much that he's using five, sometimes six different pitches to get hitters out, compared to your usual pitcher that's leaning on three, sometimes even two for the lower-end guys. Last year, he finally found the perfect combination. The two big changes were decreasing use of a horrible sinker and the developing use of a devastating slider, one that was producing a 21% swing strike rate. For those who do not know, a swing strike rate is when a batter swings and misses one out of five pitches insane on top of that he's throwing 13.3 percent of his pitches for a swing strike rate as well i'm sorry he's getting a swing strike rate on 13.3 percent of his pitches also insane when you think about how many misses that is a game which is also the reason why his k rate is so high unsurprisingly his pitch mix is so crazy good that his fastball which he throws 42 percent of the time is getting respectable swing strike rate but his pitches that he's throwing less than the majority are getting an even better rate than his, than his fastball that he's leaning on. Because of this pitch variety, he gets a pretty even ground ball and fly ball rate, which is perfect for the neutral playing Cleveland Indians Park. But the combination of both the fastball and the cutter to get easy fly ball outs and the curveball and the change to get the killer ground balls and strikeouts with the slider to be that strike three pitch, he is devastating, or at least was until the stress fracture, which I believe was a bit of a fluky injury and not as much needs the quote-unquote 
injury-prone label. Make no mistake, Bauer is a fastball pitcher, throwing it 42% of the time and leaning on his curveball secondarily with 27% of the time and these other three pitches hovering in the 7-10 to 10 range. But what's really interesting about Trevor Bauer, and this is why his pitch mix makes him basically unhittable, even though his stuff, while above average, isn't elite, is because he throws pitches that are undiagnosed. Isn't that cool? Like a bad patient to a doctor. I don't know what you have, and I don't think I can fix it. Well, the same thing is going on with these hitters. 0.2% of the pitches that he threw last year, yes, it may seem like an insignificant number, but he did throw over 2,000 pitches, so 0.2%, not that insignificant, were undiagnosed, which means that the people who are tracking these things had no idea what he threw. And I can guarantee you, if they had no idea, then the hitters also di- didn't either guy like that with six pitches and knowing how to use them and getting better is a guy that i think could be a top five sp1 number two like a young tom cruise bauer has all the right moves Unlike the overrated 1980s movie starring Tom Cruise and a the coach Craig T. Nelson, Trevor Bauer has made remarkable strides to his game, including upping his K through nine rate the last three years from eight, already a solid number, to an insane 11.34, 10 from the year before that. But the more important fact is that he has lowered his walks to an incredibly respectable 2.93. No, his control is never going to be super elite. But when he came on the scene, he was get he was about an 8.6 strikeout per nine guy. Again, still solid with a four walk rate, which you're never going to do anything with that. In 2015, this was. And along with that came a 4.55 ERA, an XFIP and FIP that supported it. Since then, he has made all the right moves, like I said. And upped everything in the right direction his era has gone down before his breakout year last year from 455 to 426 to 419 till eventually that insane 2.221 including with this his fip and his x fip has gone down more k's less walks more people left on base another number that's gone in the right direction the last four years he is simply getting it done the other big difference is his home run to fly ball rate plummeted last year while he was susceptible to the home run for the first two through from 2015 to to 2017 in 2018 he gave up six percent home run to five ball rate another crazy crazy number so what does it all mean it all it means that he has harnessed his control he's mixed his pitches and now his k to to walk rate is 22.9 percent 23 percent will always make you an elite pitcher before these years when he was just broke on the scene he was about a 12 and a half k rate and then his semi breakout year two years ago an 18.2 needless to say the fip and the x fip support the era plummet and he is going in the right direction uh with numbers like that and a guy who seems to be understanding and putting it all together, this is top five in Fox's Fantasy Five. Let's go to number three. Number three. Might as well replace Trevor with the word I because the guy is an I robot. 
Trevor Bauer processes data, more data than pretty much anyone else. He is more diligent in the research of himself than just about anyone I've studied. He watches video. He knows his numbers, his movements, his velocity, velocities. He knows the deep analytical numbers and puts them together by the likes of using fan graphs or baseball prospectus. He studies himself constantly and he's in tune with every piece of data he can get his hands on. And he's always worked that way. How many multi-million dollar players are doing that? My guess, not many. Trevor Bauer gets fairly or unfairly criticized, and depending on what your feeling of him outside of baseball is, for a multitude of things. But you can't argue that he treats the game like a giant science experiment. For Bauer, the game is merely a project, as his execution of the mound every five days stems from the processes he designs in the days between that are aimed to solve any glitches in his pitching mechanics. When he reaches when he reaches the professional level of the sport. Bauer realized that he better served by honing in on the experimental side instead of just trying to strike everybody out like he did in high school and college. Note this quote from him early in his career. The professional game in a lot of ways sucks, Bauer said. It's not fun like an 11-year-old baseball or college baseball or high school baseball was. It's just different. I enjoyed baseball more as a kid when it was fun. I enjoy the pro game because it gives me an outlet to combine my intellect with something that I can still enjoy. Doing it better than applying my intellect while sitting in a corner office somewhere, trying to write code. To me, that screams a guy who gets it. He gets that businesses, that baseball is a business as all sports are. He gets that in order to stay in this business, he's going to have to outsmart everybody. And he definitely gets that he doesn't want to ever wear a tie. My kind of guy. Engineers have a certain mindset on how they approach problem solving. To me, this is Bauer in a nutshell. This is basically what Bauer is doing every time in his mound, or at least what most pitchers think they are doing or trying to do when they're out there. However, Bauer recently has been doing it at an elite level. He's identifying the process. He's designing a way. Sorry, he's, desi- he's identifying the problem. He's designing a process to solve it. And then he's executing it. And he's repeating it over and over until you get it right. Truth is, not many are getting there. Simply put, the guy has a PhD in baseball. So, we used to call him the clue bot. It might be time for another bot to be in Cleveland. Let's all welcome the Bauer bot. Number four. Trevor Bauer is more bull than he is China Shop. Trevor Bauer unfairly gets labeled as an injury-prone pitcher who will never throw 200 innings. Do you know how many people threw 200 innings last year? 13. 13 pitchers threw 200 innings. And one of those pitchers were James Shields. Did you really want 200 innings from the 2019 version of James Shields? If you did, you probably finished in last place. Bauer has been labeled as a guy who will give you five innings, get seven Ks, probably serve up a homer, and eat up his pitch count with walks before he even really gets going. And this was an accurate assessment, but it's no longer. Same goes for guys like Blake Snell. Things change, pitchers evolve, and as Dr. Ian Malcolm said, life finds a way. Bauer's early season career is similar to Max Scherzer's in that he had a bunch of mediocre years always falling short of 200 innings before finally figuring it all out. 
Cut to six years later, and Mad Max is a Cy Young contender every year and the easy choice for starting pitcher number one overall. But this wasn't always the case. Max had similar flaws, just like Bauer did, albeit with a better arsenal. But if you look at both their career trajectories, they seem to be on the same path. 200 innings is no longer the norm. But many fantasy owners have been hesitant to accept that. Reality is, most pitchers will give you somewhere between 150 innings and 200 innings before they inevitably end up on the DL. They all do, kids. They all do. Pitching is an unnatural motion. And while all of these guys have thunderbolts attached to their arms, very few of them are made out of rubber. I think Bauer has the possibility to be the latter. People think that Trevor is Mr. Glass. He's not. He's far from it, actually. Instead, if you look closely, what you see is four straight years of consistency where he has not pitched under 175 innings. Some may scoff at that, but I believe 175 rather 175 innings rather than 200 is what we should expect to see, except for the few and far between. Not everybody is Verlander or Bumgarner that can just go out and throw every single year with no problem. Majority of them have issues across the board that we don't even know about that affect, and few of them have Noah Syndergaard syndrome, where we just will never actually see what they are. For me, I'll take that high, higher up middle ground with Bauer and know that I'll probably get 175 innings. Think about it this way. If your fantasy staff members each gave you 175 innings, that means that they were in your lineup for approximately 85% of the season a number that we should all gladly take in today's relief-based, better-safe-than-sorry MLB. And considering that he didn't become a full-time starter with the big club until 2015, where he threw 275 innings, it makes sense that he might have had an innings cap on him. Two years later, he got his innings up to 190, and last year he was well on his way to 200 innings before a comebacker to his leg ended his season. This is a guy who wants the ball every fifth day, and more often than not, he will be out there. His flaws is that he might not always go super deep into games. But what I want from my SP1 more than anything else is I want him in my lineup and not in the clubhouse getting treatment. If he stays healthy, not a huge if considering his history, I believe he gets close to, close to or cracks 200 innings. Add in those 25 innings last year and he might be holding the trophy just like you come September. Number five, he is more comically misunderstood than Dennis Miller on Monday Night Football. Trevor Bauer starts his warm-up routine at 420 every day, but has never smoked. He throws 34 fastballs and 35 curves to get warm. Do the math. And he loves the feud on Twitter. Whether it's defending Donald Trump or taking on the Houston Astros, this guy gives no Fs. He's built drones to fly over spring training games, and who cares that that's against the rules? He's taken over the at Indians Twitter account to live tweet a game. He's worked on somewhere near 147 different kinds of pitches over his career and still claims he has more in the tank. And he isn't shy about his feelings on social media or reacting to some beep hole fans. Yeah, I made that noise myself. We can't afford production value. Admittedly, this section has nothing to do with his baseball prowess. At this point, you get it. 
But when I'm spending a high pick on someone or a sizable chunk of, of my auction budget, I want three things. I want playing time, production, and some meat on the bone. And boy, does T-Bow have number three covered in spades. Whether, whether it's the drone accident of 2016, which admittedly now is hilarious, who tries to catch a drone by its propellers, he's a near Mensa member. Like, what? Or his conspiracy theories on Twitter. He once tweeted that the MLB commissioner's office tried to censor him for sharing his opinions. And does this guy believe in climate change? You better believe he doesn't. But the most ridiculous story I could find of them all, and there was a lot, was that he was once accused of carving BD-911 on the pitcher's mount, a reference to a conspiracy theory that indicated that Bush did 9-11. Ballsy. Bauer later wrote on Twitter that he wrote BD-911 and that the numbers in the letters were meaningful to something personally and unrelated to, I don't know, September 11. Yeah, sure. Love him, hate him, love to hate him. You better believe his Roto-World blurbs won't just cover his stat lines. So there you have it, folks. A deep dive into all the reasons you should believe in Trevor Bauer this season. Along with a few reasons on why he's such a polarizing figure in Major League Baseball. The guy is it all. Bravado? You betcha. He claims to throw seven different pitches. Insanity? Oh yeah. Check his Twitter timeline. And just enough guile and gumption to win you a fantasy championship. I'm calling it now. Trevor Bauer outpitches Corey Kluber en route, en route to a top five fantasy finish. From the school of hard knocks, this is Fox, and this has been the Fox Fantasy Five. Peace! Did you enjoy all that world-class fantasy goodness? Hit that subscribe button, homie. And follow me on Twitter at Fox underscore five, written out F-I-V-E, for updates of when the next pod is coming out. But real talk, time is money. And although my time admittedly isn't worth very much, nothing really, I'm using what's left of it to share my fantasy obsession and observations with you guys. I'm a teacher, a three-sport coach, an Uber Eats driver, a local high school sports cameraman, a father of three, a replacement-level husband, and now a podcaster. I love the grind and the hustle. Every day I do this to provide for my family and yet still struggle to pay the mortgage every month. You'll never hear an advertisement on the show, but if you like what you hear, a small donation goes a long, long way. Even a buck or two. If you are so inclined, you can Venmo me at Fox5. Again, the Venmo is at Fox5, written out F-I-V-E. And if you don't, that's that's cool too, hombre. Truth be told, your listen is all I really care about. I'm a man of the people trying to take you to title town where flags fly forever, boys and girls. Just don't tell my wife that. Enough pandering. Go listen to another episode.